afternoon, good evening, hello, Grant Cohn in Vegas after the 49ers joint practices with the Raiders. It's over. They've done them. They're in the books. All the starters played extensively today. They're not going to play in the upcoming preseason game. So I'll talk about them. Uh, we got a couple of Super Chats foist. Vance says, Kyle going to Kyle. We won't win the Super Bowl. He won't improve. Give him a lifetime contract is what I say. Niners rule says, Grant, you are late. Not good. Not so good. I'm in the not so good section today because I'm always late. Sorry about that. But I have to say, I think I did better in Vegas this week than Brock Purdy did. I think this was a very interesting week. I was really focused like the first day on how outrageous the media access was and how you couldn't really see things well. But that was not the story of this joint practice. The story of this joint practice is how the 49ers kind of flopped and how Brock flopped in particular. So let's start right there. I'm going to call this Brock's big flop in the desert. This was supposed to be Brock's confirmation. I'm going to put it that way. Not his coronation. They've already done that. His confirmation. Like, we ran Jimmy out of town. We picked you to be the starter. You don't have to freaking compete for it. You don't have to play in the preseason. It's yours. You started. You won seven games. Thank you so much. You're the starting quarterback. And now we're going to prove that this is the right decision by going to Henderson, Nevada, and slicing up the Raiders and really showing up Jimmy Garoppolo on his home field in front of his media. And it's going to be easy because Brock Purdy has Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Well, he's hurt, but everyone else. And it's great defense. And he's set up to succeed while Jimmy Garoppolo is on a new team and he doesn't have a good defense and he doesn't have the weapons that Brock Purdy has. So this was going to be Purdy's confirmation. Strolls into the desert, outshines Jimmy, and the Niners can puff their chest out and say, look, we picked the right guy. We got our franchise quarterback, Brock Purdy is that dude. But that's not what happened. Instead, Brock Purdy went to Henderson, Nevada and completed 23 of 43 passes and team drills and threw four picks. Actually, he threw five picks, including seven on seven. And if you count the one that got dropped today, it could have been six in two days. So what he did was go to Henderson, play like crap, and... Make Jimmy Garoppolo look good. Jimmy Garoppolo played like Jimmy Garoppolo, which is, you know, good but not good enough. But I'm sure the Raiders are looking at that being like, yikes, I'd rather have Jimmy than Purdy. And the Niners went from strutting in to Nevada saying, we're going to embarrass the Raiders and show the world that we know what we're doing. And we're going to, these joint practices will be the proof, the confirmation that we made the right decision. Instead, now the Niners are just going to have to... He's the one that been playing like crap against the Raiders defense. Then he goes against the Niners defense and plays well. That wasn't in the cards. Maybe the Raiders defense is really good now. Who knows? I, don't, I doubt it. Sorry about being muted. Muted for how long? Hell, hell, muted for a long time? Muted for how long? Sorry. Am I back? We're good? That sucks. I was on a roll. 
How long was I got, was I out? Did you get the fact that Brock was twenty three of forty three in against the Raiders? Did did you did you get that? Brock was twenty three of forty three with four picks, five including. Did you, did you hear that part? That wasn't a part of the plan. I mean, think about it. Brock has started seven games. They they shipped Jimmy Garoppolo. They, they just pushed Jimmy Garoppolo out of town. He's at least a proven. You know, you know exactly what Jimmy Garoppolo is. He did it again today. For for Brock, who's supposed to be a a proven entity, the real deal, and he flopped against the Raiders. And the best the Niners can say is it doesn't matter. Oh, well, it's just practice. Okay, but he didn't look like a quarterback who's ready to start the season. If that's what he's going to do in practices against the Raiders, what's he going to do in games against the Steelers? Brock Purdy. And people say like, oh, well, you know, if Brock you know starts slow, who cares? What do you mean, who cares? The, the expectation this year should not be a slow start. They have Christian McCaffrey now. They started slow last year, the last few years, because they didn't have a running back. Their the starter would get hurt week one every year. This year, they have Christian McCaffrey and Jordan Mason. Anti Davis Price, no excuses. Win. But this performance, how do you think the team is feeling about Brock Purdy laying an egg, double eggs in Henderson? Back-to-back days. What's the team saying? Ah, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Probably that's the best they can say. They're not being like, damn, we got the best quarterback out. Did you see Brock? We got the best. It's probably saying, damn. Maybe we should have kept Jimmy. I mean, a lot of these players in this team love Jimmy. And you, you see him. He does the same stuff every day. Brock, he's just a guy with eight starts under his belt. And a really bad joint practice. Brock may be a good quarterback, but he's not having a good offseason. I think a lot of people are upset about Trey Lance that he got handed the job almost like affirmative action, right? This guy didn't earn it. Look at his resume. Affirmative action quarterback about Brock Purdy. They are handing him the job. He talked yesterday and said he's getting back to being ready in 100%, meaning he's not 100%. He had no offseason until now. He's not 100%. He's not ready to start, and he doesn't have to compete. And he's stinking up the joint. Guy's throwing multiple picks a day. I don't know. At what point are the Niners going to like open this up to a real competition? Never? Okay. See how that goes for him. Christian says, hopped up in my car, then I drop my roof, wet like wonton soup. That's just how I do. Oh, with the Lil B references in 2023. Wet like wonton. Not many people are wet like wonton soup anymore, man. You got to eat that wonton soup. Niner, I like war wonton soup a lot. It's a, little, it's a little extra. Niner's rule says you are still late. It's okay. I still love you. Thank you for rewarding me. That's $40 for being late. Now you're just, now I'm going to be late every time. Jason Lutt says, will the first quarterback change from injury or bad play? Both? Kyle just blame it on injury. He'll blame it on the goose. Got you feeling loose. Probably. Nathan Flores says, so Jimmy wasn't the problem then so far, so pick Purdy is just like Jimmy was the arsonist. I mean, Jimmy was the problem in the sense that he wasn't good enough, but I don't understand how the Niners all of a sudden think that the Jimmy Garoppolo cover band is good enough because it's cheaper? Knock off, Diet Jimmy is the Niners starting quarterback. Diet Jimmy. 
Oh, well, it has less calories and is cheaper. Okay. Regular Jimmy might be better. Oh, but it's cheaper. Okay, but it's still, you know, not what you want. Diet Jimmy. Jason Lutz. Well, the first quarterback. No, got you. Um, HR says Big Croc. Brock, thank you for that. $5 too. Big, T- Big Tim 3 says, couple of seasons ago, you started the Kyle on the hot seat trend. I'm counting on you to do it again this year. I did it today. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to do it in a minute. Suspicion 4K Gaming say, I like Brock. Says, I like Brock. Uh, suppose he's not healthy or just not what they think he is. Is it fair that the majority of the reps went to him uh, than the guys who need reps from lack of playing time, Trey, or uh, ectoplasm, Sam, when they throw in? It just seems like the Niners are... I don't know. They're not really preparing any of their starters to, to like, to start. They're, they're preparing like three guys. I don't know. We'll talk about that too more in a minute too. I'm gonna come back to you, Josh. What's with the Nick Bosa signing? I'm scared now. I wouldn't expect that until like another couple weeks at the earliest. Fab says Lombardi buttered that sorry performance by BP. Well, of course, of course. Tony says, it's August 11th and Nick Bosa still hasn't signed his extension. Are you nervous? You get nervous, guys? When do you think it's going to go down? Nathan Flores has exactly no reason to start the season slow again. With all the traveling this year, the team needs to start fast to get the number one seed and have some have home playoff games instead of traveling like last year. Yeah, they have that first game in Pittsburgh. But then the next game is the home game in LA. Right? That's a home game. And then they literally have three home games at Levi's in a row after that. So... They should start the season. I mean, they could start the season 4-1 and one easily or 5-0. and oh. I challenge them to do that. That would be a good plan, a strategy. The strategy is to start five. Don't lose games. I could be a head coach. Here's what we're going to do, guys. Not lose. Everyone's like, damn, revolutionary. Last second sports, Grant. That's where you are wrong. They can't afford to start slow with Trey, but can with Brock because reasons. Yes, yeah, true. Because Brock, you understand, Jesse, is the franchise quarterback. He's the guy, and he's going to be here for the next 10 to 15 years, and it really doesn't matter what he does at all. Nothing matters anymore because he won seven games in a row. And if you win seven games in a row, you're a great quarterback. Ask Tua. Tua and Brock are absolutely going to Canton because they won a bunch of games in a row in the same system with a bunch of great players. I don't make the rules. Niner rules. Niners rule makes the rules. Since you said that, I'm not going to pay for you being late. Why are you being so nice to me? $60? I haven't made a clap. I'm not going to make a clap. Those days are behind me, okay? I don't want to talk about that. And I'm just glad camera phones weren't around in those days. Kyle Shanahan doesn't get it. I don't think he realizes what he did eight days ago when he said Brock Purdy is the real deal. I think one of the things that Kyle Shanahan's been able to do successfully most coaches can't do is not tie himself down to a quarterback. He's he's made he's remained like a quarterback bachelor for a very long time. He never has to choose anyone because he never seems like he likes the quarterback he has. With Jimmy, everyone always like was like, that's not his guy. He was forced to get Jimmy. Wait till he gets his guy. And like people still act like he hasn't chosen yet. Like he's got three quarterbacks that he likes, but it's like the bachelor, and eventually he's going to have to give the rose to the one quarterback. Well, when you, Kyle, when you said that Brock Purdy's the real deal, you gave him the rose. It's over. You said he's the franchise quarterback, not just the quarterback for now, 
the quarterback for the future. Because there's two kinds of starting quarterbacks in the NFL. The stopgap and the franchise quarterback. The pretender and the real deal. You said he's the real deal. That means he's going to be here a long time. You're going to be here. He's going to be a starter this year, next year, the year after that. They're going to get an extension. So let's take that further. Let's say Brock Purdy ends up not being that great. It was a flash in the pan. Can Kyle Shanahan then say, you know what? I want Kirk Cousins next year. Maybe you could have if you didn't call Brock Purdy the real deal. But once you call him the real deal, if he falls apart, now everyone comes back to you and says, man, you really don't know what you're talking about, what you're looking at when it comes to quarterbacks. You called Brock Purdy the real deal after seven games? So Brock Purdy has to work out. If Brock Purdy works out, Kyle's cool. If he doesn't, I don't think he gets to pick another quarterback. He's got to be Brock because he said so. He said Brock's really special. Well, Kyle, be right because you've been wrong so much about quarterbacks. You can't all of a sudden turn around next year and be like, you know what? It turns out that Brock wasn't the real deal. I'm going to go sign Kirk Cousins for $100 million guaranteed. Nah. Because we don't trust your opinion of quarterbacks now. Maybe Jed York and his parents will never have what it takes to shoot higher than Kyle Shanahan. I know he's a good coach and does certain things well. But if he's clueless at quarterback, there's a cap on what he's going to accomplish. He'll be a high-level loser forever. And I hope they're paying attention here. Brock Purdy, the real deal. Okay, well then, that's your guy forever. Forget Trey. Don't talk about Sam Darnold. Don't ever talk about Kirk Cousins. Brock Purdy needs to be better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He wasn't this week. Brock Purdy needs to be like a top 10 quarterback from here on out. You said he would be. Even being top 10 isn't necessarily being the real deal, but I don't think Kyle ever wanted to tie himself down to Brock Purdy. I don't know why he said this. I feel like it was a slip of the tongue. He was feeling defensive. He didn't really think about his answer, and he just called him the real deal. You can't just call people the real deal. I I can't get over this. You know who the real deal is? Evander Holyfield, okay? Evander Holyfield is one of the greatest boxers ever. And in his prime, he dismantled physically, emotionally, mentally, Mike Tyson two times when Mike Tyson was invincible. When people were afraid, grown men, professional boxers were afraid to get in the ring with Mike Tyson. Holyfield bullied him two times. That's the real deal. You have to accomplish something like that to be the real deal. But Kyle jumped the gun, gave Evander Holyfield's title to his starting quarterback, Brock Purdy, with his seven career starts. And now I think Kyle Shanahan's career with the 49ers should be linked to Brock's forever he can't pivot anymore he's been pivoting forever he's a pivoter but at this point if he tried to pivot again it'd be a double dribble and you have to say it's a turnover what is a double dribble what's the sign for double dribble is it this one or is that travel I don't know I have questions Christian says, it's just practice when Purdy does it, but it's an issue when Lance does it. Make it make sense. 
Well, Lance, okay, Lance is an established elite quarterback because he's won seven games. And Trey Lance is a bust because he lost two. Do you understand how it works in Santa Clara? You win seven games, you're great. You lose two, you're a freaking bust, and you don't deserve to be in the organization. You need to leave the entire facility now. That's how it works. I think it makes sense. Jay Good says, when's the next call-in? Got to make my debut. I don't know. Not tomorrow. I don't want to work tomorrow. I might do a food blog tomorrow. But I'm exhausted, Jay Good. I'm tired. I'm old. Joaquin, Joaquin Hillman says, there's a strong possibility that if the Niners trade Lance, that both Lance and Jimmy outperform Purdy. Yeah! That's why another reason why Kyle can't trade Trey Lance. You can't do it. You can't run that risk. You already got Jimmy Garoppolo in Vegas potentially making you look bad like he did the last two days. You really want Trey Lance to compound that problem while, while Brock Purdy's over here figuring it out, throwing two picks a day? No. We talk about practice, not a game practice, says Matt H. Yes, that's... I just wanted to catch you up. We're talking about practice. 808 Niner says, Kyle Shanahan reminds me of somebody who has no idea what's going on and just throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks. Or he has ADHD and comes up with a new genius idea for quarterback every single day. I just feel the Niners are desperate. They passed on Patrick Mahomes. They passed on Tom Brady. They weren't quick enough to get Matt Stafford. They feel stupid. And they're eager to say they fixed the issue. I mean, they missed on Trey Lance in their own eyes. They're eager to say, okay, oh sure, sure we didn't scout Patrick Mahomes per se. And yet, yes, we thought Tom Brady was washed and he, and he wasn't. And yes, we traded a King's Ransom for a quarterback we never really gave a chance to. But you know what? It's all good because we got Brock Purdy. That's how desperate they are. That's why they're placing so much weight on seven games because it, in their eyes, cancels out all the mistakes they made at the quarterback position. So that's why Kyle Shanahan's pumping this guy up and saying he's not just a quarterback. He's a super quarterback. And the only thing he's missing is a cape, essentially. It's like, nah, man, don't do that because now, now you can't scapegoat Brock Purdy at the end of games like you did with Jimmy Garoppolo. You tried that in the NFC Championship game. Oh, what happened? Oh, he should have stepped up in the parker. You can't do that anymore, Kyle, because Brock's the real deal. So if you can't coach him to be a Hall of Famer, someone else can because he's the real deal. And I guess you'd be holding him back at that point if he's not putting up 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Maxime Laflame says, fortunately for Kyle, the owner is more busy screwing investors and messing with SC's city council, allegedly. Thank you for that. Because that guy has so much money at this point that he could ruin us all. But yeah, that was a bad look. Josh Milgram says, we're 100% sure Bosa's coming back, right? I'm not even sure we'll be alive tomorrow. I don't know. That was Kyle. Kyleism. Niners rule, going for 80 bucks. 100% if Kyle says Brock is the real deal, he better be right. Sure, suck for him if Trey goes somewhere else and succeeds. And succeeds. I know. I, I don't know why Kyle would do that. He's been so careful to never tie himself down to a quarterback. And all of a sudden, it's like, dude, you just got married to Brock Purdy in Vegas. What happened? Were you drunk? <laughs> like, why did you do something that impulsive? No one asked you to do that. Now you're married to Brock. No, you're married to him. Can you get an annulment? No. Sorry. It wasn't just Brock who flopped in the desert, though. It was the Niners in general. 
This was really interesting to me. They, they got outplayed by the Raiders both days. And the Raiders really rubbed it in today. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was driving down the field on the Niners' uh, starting defense. Then they put Brian Hoyer in with the backups against a lot of the Niners starters on defense. And he led touchdown drives. Brian Hoyer. I'm not saying the Niners or the Raiders are better than the Niners. But I am saying in these two practices, August 10th, August 11th, Raiders outplayed him. So what do I make of that? I feel like the Niners didn't really take this, these joint practices that seriously. It's interesting, on Tuesday before they went down, they had a practice where the offense dropped the ball six times. And I told you at the time, from the sideline, Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner were just ridiculing the offensive players from the sideline after every drop, saying things such, not direct quotes, but paraphrasing sort of like, hey, these guys are not locked in, and they're already in Vegas. They're on the strip. Mentally, which I thought was an interesting thing to say, like an upcoming distraction. You guys are already in Vegas mode and you're dropping passes, essentially. So what happens when they go to Vegas? Not even Vegas, Henderson, Nevada. They blow it. It's a carryover of how they played on Tuesday. This Niners team has been sort of sleepwalking, sleep, sleepwalking since Tuesday. I don't know what they thought they were going to get out of these joint practices. Maybe they thought the Raiders were trash because they beat them in overtime last year at the end of the season. But I don't know. The Raiders D-line really made the Niners O-line look bad. Chandler Jones and Max Crosby made Colt McKivitz look just like Colt McKivitz, which was eye-opening. And it just didn't feel like a high-energy practice. It felt like the Niners haven't really had a high-energy practice in a few days. And you wonder, like, why? Are you guys exhausted from playing all those like 40 games in the last two years because a lot of people are picking you to win the Super Bowl. They're saying this is the year they're going to start fast and finish strong and win it all because they have Christian McCaffrey and and they have the real deal at quarterback and he's making NFL minimum wage. The Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. Or not. So they basically kind of mailed it in. Don't know why. Maybe they're pacing themselves, but they're supposed to be kicking it into second gear now, and they didn't. Raiders did. Someone asked Josh McDaniels after practice, how does it feel to outplay the Niners in practice? And he was like, oh, well, we don't have any scoreboards out here. I really I think the Niners, we all, we all learned a little bit from that. He was so scared. Is Kyle saying that scary? I don't know. Oh, there's a... There's a there's no scoreboards out here. I don't know. Thanks, Josh, for reminding us. But good practice for them. I just feel like the, the Raiders have to come out of these joint practices feeling confident. Like, hey, not only do we just hold our own with the, with the Niners, like we kind of punked them. We intercepted their starting quarterback four times. Five, including seven on sevens. And... Our starting quarterback, who used to be their starting quarterback, who they don't want anymore, actually played kind of well. Like, is it possible that our coach, Josh McDaniels, is going to get more out of him than Kyle did? Maybe. That's possible. And the Raiders are thinking all these things now. And the Niners are thinking, is it possible that Brock was a flash in the pan? Is it possible that Brock is just diet Jimmy and maybe not even as good now that he's coming off this injury and hasn't had the whole offseason? He's not even ready. 
is it possible we made a huge mistake getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo and we don't have a viable starter and we're not going to win the Super Bowl this year? think that could be going through the Niners head. Or they're just saying, you know what? I don't care. I'm not thinking about these joint practices. They don't matter. I'm going to the strip. Don't know. I'll go to the strip later see if I, see if I see him. I'll tell you. <laughs> Ryan G. Hensley says, here's $9.99 for the slots. Well, thank you. That sounds like fun. I've never really played the slots. You just put 10 bucks in and then pull the, pull the thing and then walk away because you lose. That seems like what happens. And then people are like, man, I'm addicted to this great feeling that I get from doing this. Like, dog, you just put $10 in the machine and made a bunch of sounds, some lights lit up, and then you they stole your money. And you were like, man, I just can't get enough. I should, man, I can't come back to Vegas, man. You got you to gotta hold me back. It's too much fun. I don't get it. Sorry, that was an oversimplification. I just always lose. So I don't understand what the fun is. Shreddy Murphy says, Trey got to play for his life slash career on Sunday. Would Kyle limit him to keep him buried on the roster? I don't know. I think possible. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Mr. Cut 4 says, doesn't zero reps for Trey and Darnold just uh, uh, mean they get full reps in the preseason game? Yes. And I'm going to talk about that. Batcher says, frame in the Brock in the back resembles, <laughs> frame in the back resembles your future 100K plaque. Can't wait for that. Hopefully soon. Big Tim 3 says, biggest mistake they made was drafting Solomon Thomas. I was just reminiscing today. Remember in 2017 when Robert Sala had his starting DNs were Solomon Thomas and Eric Armstead? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you, he, he really started two DT tackles at D end in 2017. The league has changed a lot. Now Eric Armstead is like considered one of the best D tackles in the league. But for a while, the Niners are like, hey, why don't you lose 30 pounds and play Leo? Like, what? Anyway, never understood that. Mike Drops with Monsa says, got to appreciate Williams not even thinking about Brock's picks as Brock says he needs to get all of his arm back. The hubris will close the window. Yeah. There is some hubris here. Mike drops with Monza again. It's interesting how fans and players keep holding on to two Brock games from last year. His throwing arm uh, repaired. He's not the same player, and those teams don't even exist anymore. He's not better than five. I don't even know if he's better than 10. That's what was so depressing about this trip for the Niners. They're standing there being like, damn, did we downgrade at quarterback? Did we downgrade? Based on these two days, you have to wonder. Niners rule makes it 100 bucks. I'm dangerously cl close to twerking. Oh my freaking God, Diet Jimmy, take that, Flav. He's Diet Jimmy. Jimmy Zero with no calories. <laughs> Michael McCann says, I told you, don't sleep on Jimmy in the Patriot system. Jimmy in that office made SF give up a second and make him one of the highest paid in the NFL. Michael, I believe you told me that. And I think it's quite, quite possible that's what's going to happen. Let Trey cook. They're not going to. Hold on. Before I move on and get to my last topic, I just want to say, I want to thank my first and only sponsor, BetUS. If you don't know about them, they're a great online betting platform and they offer a wide range of sports betting and casino games. So if you're into like, you know, poker or something, I don't know, maybe that one, or, or, or like craps, you could do that here. Or you could bet on the 49ers. Not just the 49ers. You could do basketball, baseball. But let's say you really wanted to bet on the 49ers. Right? Let's say there's a prop bet right now. Will the Niners finish the season 
with the most wins in the NFL. And they're plus 800 for that prop bet. Do I know what plus 800 means? No. Do I have to know? No. As long as you know and you want to make that bet, there's a link in the description. Click on it. If you put down 10 bucks, BetUS will put down like 1250 and now you got 2250 to bet on the Niners. So, I would highly recommend sign up, create an account with BetUS and use them. Use them to be your, you know, one-stop shop for betting. If you're into that kind of thing, which I'm not. But I open-minded and maybe I could be cuz now I'm in Vegas and you never know. You never know what's going to happen in Vegas. So, BetUS is just a great platform, and I highly recommend it. Thank you very much, BetUS. Last thing. Does it seem to you like the Niners are setting up Trey Lance and Sam Darnold to fail on Sunday? I'm going to set the scene. Brock Purdy's their guy. They don't want anyone to question him. He is the real deal, the franchise guy. They don't want it to be Sam Darnold. They don't want it to be Trey Lance. They've put all their chips behind Brock. They want him to look good. He's the guy. And so today, he got all the reps. He's not going to play in the preseason. At least in preseason game number one. Trey Lance and Sam Darnold will. So those two guys will have their opportunity in the game, on camera, in front of the world, to showcase themselves. Which is like great, right? Like that's a great opportunity for them. Yeah, only problem is neither one really got to practice today. They warmed up. They threw like two or three passes each in, in 11 on 11s and a few passes in seven on sevens, but that's not a real day. Not even a half day. It's like a fraction. It's like a it's one sixteenth day. And then they get the day off and then they play a football game. Is either one really prepared? Or are both guys going to go in there and struggle because they didn't really practice this week? And if they struggle, does that just validate the Niners Handing the starting job to Brock Purdy. Yes. So, I don't think the Niners really give a damn how Sam Darnold and Trey Lance look in preseason. Just as long as Brock Purdy's the guy and everyone understands it, cool. Trey, you want to go out and, you know, prove us wrong? Good luck. But you're not going to be particularly prepared for it. And neither will, be, will you be, Sam. You know why? Who cares? Because his backup quarterback competition is just a farce and no one really cares about it. And we're totally sold on Brock and he's the real deal franchise quarterback. So, good luck, guys. Do well or don't. Who cares? But you have my vote of confidence. I'm, I, I'm giving you 65% of my attention. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of paying attention to what you guys are doing on the field. But really, I'm thinking about Brock Purdy being the best around. No one's going to ever take him down. I don't think the Niners are actively trying to make say, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold play worse. I just don't think they care. Oh, if we give all the reps to Brock today, maybe Sam and Trey won't necessarily be fully prepared to put their best foot forward on Sunday. And the Niners and Kyle say, oh, who cares? I don't care. Some other team might care that Trey Lance isn't fully prepared because they wanted to trade for him. But I don't want to trade Trey. I know that Trey's pretty good and he's going to probably be good somewhere else and I don't have what it takes to coach him. But I'm not going to admit that now. So I don't know. I feel like you got to temper your expectations for Sam Darnold and Trey Lance this Sunday because they didn't freaking do anything today. Nothing. 
They've been on the shelf. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a very interesting decision to just hand the job to a guy who admits he's not fully uh, fully 100% healthy. Why? Because he won seven games? Cool. Seems like a bad decision. I don't know. I had Raiders beat writers coming up to me being like, look, I respect the Niners, okay? Look, I respect the Niners. But I was expecting to see a little more. Is it fair to say that? Like, yes. Is it fair to say? Like, what's going on with this team? I'm like, well, they don't have a quarterback. And people are like, yeah, I think I see that. I think I see that. That's the last thing. Like, people were talking about, the Niners are so arrogant. Like, it was a foregone conclusion that Brock Purdy was going to go down to the desert and light up the Raiders. But it was really an opportunity for Trey Lance to put on a showcase for himself and play well and show the Raiders and all the non-biased, impartial journalists that he's really good. Well, he didn't get an opportunity to do that because they didn't really let him play. But what they did do is raise major questions about the guy they've anointed as their starting quarterback. Mac Purdy. Brock Purdy, excuse me. Doesn't it feel like Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones, then talked himself into Trey Lance, then immediately talked himself out of Trey Lance and wished he got Mac Jones? And now has his version of Mac Jones and Brock Purdy. I mean, Mac Jones, Brock Purdy, six one, half dozen the other. What's the difference? Brock Jones, Mac Purdy, same thing. They have the same haircut. They do. Anyway, good luck, Sam. Good luck, trade. No one on the team seems to care what you do, but we're watching. Your parents are watching, and they care. So do it for them. Do it for us. <laughs> uh, Ethan M. Let Trey Cook. Mike drops with Monza. Is Kyle watching your show and taking it out on Lance? Sure as hell seems like it. Maybe. If so, I'm sorry, Trey. It's my fault. Bill says, will you not be invited to Cabo? You will not be invited to Cabo next year. Damn. Joaquim says, I don't understand why there isn't more concern over Purdy's interceptions in camp. A lot of content creators are giving him a pass. He had this issue in college. Last year, defenders just drop his easy picks. Because he's the greatest quarterback the Niners have had since Joe Montana. I don't see how you can argue that. He won seven games. That's all you need to know. Did you not see the games that he won last year, Joaquim? Seven! One, two, three, five, six, seven! If it was six, I could understand some skepticism. But seven? That's it, I've seen enough. He's great. He's great. Kyle agrees with me. Do you disagree with Kyle Shanahan about quarterbacks? Are you kidding? Ricardo Ruiz says, didn't Kyle say these scrimmages mean more than the preseason game? So it is a big deal with all those picks. Yeah, if they were actually evaluating Brock, but he's the only one on this team who's above any type of evaluation right now. Trey, Sam, they can't do anything right enough, but Brock... Brock, the real deal. Jay Good, old but gold Brody, pull-ups keep you young. Thank you. Member for 12 months, Niners the Empire, thank you. KS and J.O. only need about five to seven games to crown a quarterback. If you lose your first start as the Niners quarterback, you're out. You freaking stink. But if you win like five or six games, you just might be going to the Hall of Fame. 
And we wonder how the Niners haven't found a quarterback in 20 years. Well, how many starters will play Sunday with Trey Sam? Not a whole lot. Maybe none. Any food videos from Vegas Grant? Maybe tomorrow. I've been working my butt off, and I'm going to take a shower after this. And I'm, I already ate lunch. And it was, a, it was just a club sandwich. It was good, though. I like a club sandwich. It's like when I go to Denny's. It's club sando and curly fries all, all day. Are you kidding? Also, I love Denny's. Don't let anyone talk shit about Denny's. I love diners in general. If you have like one of those diner seats, it's going to be a good time. Give me club sando. Chicken Caesar. Maybe let BP lose games before trashing him. He did lose one. The NFC Championship game. Remember that? He lost. Kaepernick won his when he was in his first year starting. Niners rule says, what? so what you're saying is that the Niners are stacked except maybe the quarterback. No, they have the real deal. The next Steve Young and Trey Lance, they're set. It's just Kyle now. Kyle said it himself. The issue wasn't quarterback. The issue was him. That's what Kyle said. He has the real deal at quarterback. He loves Colton McKivitz. The only issue is Kyle, according to Kyle. That's his logic. No more excuses. It used to be Jimmy. That was Kyle's, imp- that was what he was implying. After gays, when they lost, he'd be like, this guy sucks. Not anymore. It's all Kyle. I appreciate Kyle for putting himself under the microscope. Niners rule, 110. Good God. I didn't have to read it twice, though. That's it. That's all I got for the show. 37 minutes. I like to keep my instant reactions short. Snap time. Right there. See that? I'm sleeping right there. Me. You know what? You know what really pissed me off? So I got here to my hotel. And I don't like staying at casinos. Because they all smell like cigarettes or whatever. And like the rooms aren't that nice because they want you to gamble and I don't gamble. I just wanted to stay at a freaking hotel. I'm not telling you where I'm staying. But I got here and they didn't have my room. They tried to give me like double beds and stuff. I was like, excuse me. That's not what I ordered. And I'm a Platinum Elite member? Excuse me? <laughs> my favorite, I think my, one of my favorite movies is White Chicks. Where the, the two black guys go in white face and they become girls. And they're like the first thing they do is they go to the Hamptons and they go to like they check in some really nice hotel and they don't have a room and they try to like, you know, like strong arm their way into a room and they get really mad at the people working behind the desk and they're like, I'm going to write a letter. They're like, no, don't do that. They're like, I am a white woman in America. (laughs) If you really want to get someone's attention and scare someone, just say, I am a white woman in America. Great movie. You should see that. White Chicks. I think it really tackles a lot of tough topics in our society. Came out about 20 years ago, but I think it carries over. The Wayans Brothers. It's really not a comedy. I think it's a social critique, I would say. What's the deal with joint live stream with the Beast? I don't know. He left today. I don't know. I saw him the other day. We've been, we've been kicking it. I love Ryan. He's a great guy. I'm tired as hell. You could tell. <laughs> White Chicks is one of the best movies ever. I don't give a damn. It's so good. Terry, Terry Crews, great in that movie. It's way too good in that movie. Every scene in that movie is iconic. Tell me I'm wrong. Did the, the sister from, was it, uh, Dexter is in that movie? She's good. It's a great movie. 
They used to play it on Comedy Central like every Friday. I'm like, well, I'm guessing not going out tonight. White Chicks is on. Have to watch it again. <laughs> For the social commentary. I'd love to like be a teacher. Social studies, 11th grade. Like, and we're watching White Chicks today. Now, this movie came out about 25 years ago, but it carries on. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Have a great day. Take care. All that.